Before the episode starts, I want to make sure to mention that we've got the new course in community launched, Wealth and Wellness University. It's a private community for motivated millennials who are ready, willing, and able to level up in their personal growth and personal finance journey. So click the link in the show notes so that you can learn more. Reach out to me if you have questions and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. So today, y'all, I get the pleasure of chatting with a client that, you know, I, I think that when it's a good fit, it's a good fit. And when clients come ready and rearing to go, then you can be off to the races and there, there are really no roadblocks in the way. And so this is a client that came to coaching ready to put in the work and it paid off. Literally, <laughs> it literally paid off. So I'm so excited to host my coaching clients and for her to share some of the gems that have helped her to get to the place that she's at now. We're all constantly evolving and growing and it's a pleasure to watch and kind of witness someone else's transformation and ability to understand themselves better and understand how to really hone their skills so that they can serve greater and also be served greater by their abilities. So welcome to the show. Go ahead and tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and what happened for you recently. Well, thank you for having me. It's a, definitely a pleasure. Um, so my name's Brianna and I recently just got a brand new job. However, I was affected by COVID. So like I have my whole little, whole little story. Um, so I'll start a little bit further past COVID. Um, about last year, I jumped from three different jobs and just felt like a frog on a lily pad, just keep jumping and jumping up and was very satisfying. And so COVID hit and unfortunately I lost my job. So I've been off um, without a job for about four months. And um, in that time, uh, not only did I lose my job, my mom got extremely sick. So I had to take care of my mom and like basically take over the household. And I have to tell you that that's probably one of my greatest fears. And so having to overcome that really was like a motivator, but I didn't know what to do because I felt, again, I felt very insane, basically trying to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And I'm like, I'm not getting different results. And the blessing every day was a blessing, honestly, through COVID because it was, I got time and I got the opportunity to see like, this is what real money feels like. Like I've been not making what I should, I thought I deserved, you know? And I was like, oh, I, I deserve this money, you know? But no, I deserve better. And so through that process, I was like, this has to stop. Like I'm done, like it is time for a change. And, and so I, you know, I started, I really truly just started to narrow. And I will have to say like, it was one day and I was watching your video on Anthony O'Neill. And that was like the instant of like, aha, I'm like, holy shit. Oh, excuse my language. But <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like I need like a fire lit underneath me. Like I have these goals, but my eyes weren't narrowed to them. And I was like, this has to change. And so I started simple with that, something I can control. And then and then the point of trying to find a job, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's so simple to apply for jobs, but as I'm applying, I'm not satisfied. And, and that was like, and I'm like, I'm tired of selling, uh, settling for positions. And, and so I was like, I need, some, I need help. Like, I, I need, 
I need guidance. And again, from your videos, like, I was like, she knows she's been through what I'm going through. I'm like, I, I need her help because she gets it. And so when you, you randomly started to, it was a, by the grace of God, you're like, I'm offering some coaching sessions. And I was like, sign me up, you know? And at first it didn't work out because unfortunately, um, just financial reasons. And I was like, oh shoot, you know? And I was like, but then at, again, by the grace of God, literally like three days later, you're like, I'm just gonna, you know, tell me how much you can pay and you know, we'll, we'll get through it. And I was like, this is a blessing. And so I jumped on it and like, it just, it did change my life because I needed somebody who's been through the experience, but also who isn't like aware of what's been going on in my life and could see it from a different scope. And so that's kind of how I got jumped, jumped in. And it, it really, it worked for me because the guidance helped shift, shift me. And like I said, I, I got a job and it was, it's something, and I'm making, I tripled my income by doing this, like putting the work in and everything. And I, I'm, I'm still trying to get off the shock of like all this happening, like, and like not letting those thoughts of like, I don't deserve this because I totally deserve this. And I don't want to be selfish and be like, yes, I definitely deserve this and stuff. But that's kind of how I like, I'm just, I'm so blessed and grateful for everything and this job and this opportunity. But like, what a difference of just having just a, from a coaching session to help me really be like, look, like you, you, you decided to make, I declare that today is the day that I'm going to make that change. No, I'm really, I really love it. Cause you mentioned start simple with what you can control. Right. And yeah. it sounds easy, <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's easier said than done, but as far as the principle, it makes sense. You just start wherever you're at with what you have and go from there. And um, it's crazy because I was just watching a video yesterday and it said, stop doing things you know are wrong or not in your best interest, even if it's little, you know what I mean? Just doing the things that you know are good for you. And so you, 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 your mindset had already begun to shift when you made the decision. You said, this can't be like this anymore. Did you have a, a job on that day? No. All you had was a, a shift in your mind where you said, you know what, like moving forward, <laughs> something's got to change. And it was that decision, I think, that kind of opened the door to you being able to take steps toward what eventually became where you're at now, which is amazing, you know, kudos to you. Um, and you were thanking me and I'm like, you did all the work. Like I didn't <laughs> apply for the jobs for you. Like I didn't even tell you what to apply for. But I think that when you're able to um, get in a process that helps you to see things um, from a different vantage point, then you know which way to go naturally. That makes sense. And so I want to ask, before our first coaching session, what was that like for you? Were you nervous? Were you like apprehensive? Honestly, no, because like, just like you said, like, I kind of started to do a shift and with stuff that I could control at my home, you know, because and, and it was as simple as just creating a budget, which I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I've never done. And it was, it's still torture to this day, honestly, because it's learning. And, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, so my ultimate goal is ideally to pay off my debt. But at the same time, like I can't unfortunately live off of unemployment and I know it can control like the budget and stuff, but at some point I'm going to have to start looking for jobs. And I'm just like, I did and I did get a job and I hated it and I didn't take it actually. It was, um, I just started to apply and I got like an Amazon driver position and I was like, this isn't for me. Like 
I started to nitpick and I'm like, how am I going to go to the bathroom? Like I drink so much water during the day, like little things that made no difference. Like it was money coming in. Like I would nitpick and I'm like, I don't want that. Like I, from my past year and stuff, I'm like, I've done that. That was all the jobs I've been picking. I want something new. And, and so the first coaching session, I was like, I need somebody to look at my life a different way and kind of help and everything. Cause I, I had anxiety. Like I couldn't job hunt. Like I, I just like it, just overwhelmed me and I didn't know where to start. I didn't know, you know, like all I could think about was money and I knew money was an aspect, but I also knew that that wasn't supposed to be my main aspect. And, and so I was like, I don't, I don't know. And so I was like, I need help. Like, I don't know how, I don't know what. And again, like it just, everything worked out to where you're like, I'm offering coaching sessions. And I was like, perfect again, because you've kind of been in my shoes. And so, you know, and everything. And and so I was, I was more excited than scared because honestly, like get, getting help sounds kind of scary, but it's like, at some point it's like, it you take it or you don't, you know, and it'll, it either will help you or, you know, you just don't, you don't put the work in or anything else like that. And for me, I was just like, again, I was like, I declared that this is done. I'm done. Like I am putting my, like putting my blinders on and I'm focusing on my ultimate goal. And I was like, anything can help at this point. Like. I have to try everything to make sure that I can achieve what I want to achieve. So. Okay. So then we got into the first coaching session and I, I feel like I try to be like, as a, what's the best way to put it? Kind in my delivery of things, <laughs> you know, cause I can come on a little strong, I guess is the best way to put it. So we're in our first coaching session. What was that like for you? Kind of, you know, the questions and the reflection. And, um, I know that you were kind of like taking notes and things like that. What was that first session like for you? Honestly, like I, f I, I didn't feel like you were coming off strong. I felt like you were doing your job. So like, I knew you had to do all the, like the digging <laughs> yeah yes and so I, I didn't feel like that I honestly felt like it, we were two people having coffee and having a conversation and um at some point I also felt like we were like friends and it was just it it didn't feel like a coaching session it was just more of just me laying everything out and being like help you know and you having a different look on on my like my my uh, everything I laid out and just being like, Hey, have you ever thought of this? And I remember a moment in the session where he made su a simple suggestion of like, Hey, did you think of ever doing um, like social media? And I was like, why didn't I think of that? You know, like such a s simple thing that would ch just shifted my mindset and perspective and whole scope and like took away some of those anxiety feelings. I was just like, this is why I needed to do the coaching session because I was so stuck and clouded. I couldn't even see something so simple that was right in front of me. And I, I was beyond grateful because I was just like everything, like it was just, it was all rolling in as much as even like, it, it's scary to dig, but at some point, like you have to unearth the roots to figure out where they're going so that you can tear them out ideally. And that's what we were doing. And it was, it was, it, it, I was just like, Oh, like everything, again, my mind shifted even further to closer to my goal. And I was like, yes, yes, keep going. Like whatever you need, just let me know. <laughs> so I know that at some point, I believe that you had mentioned kind of like tossing the idea around of going back to school. And I, and I was like, 
what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like if you want to go to school, live your whole best life. But you know, if it's that you feel like you don't, that you're not already qualified or that you don't have the expertise already to do what is worth being, you know, tripling your income for, <laughs> then that's not it. You know what I mean? Like that's more, that's, that's something else. So can you tell me about why you felt like you needed to go back to school? So I felt that was like my only option to advance my career as well as increase my income. And um, I actually have a master's degree right now. And right when I got out of school from getting my master's, like I didn't make the millions of dollars that they said that you were going to make when you get a master's degree. You know, I, I was making minimum wage and it was very, um, I don't, I don't want to say degrading, but it was just, it was, it was, it just put so much weight on me. Cause I'm like, I have the expertise and nobody is using this and I'm making nothing. And it added into that on that unsettling feeling. And even in my last position, right before I got cut off from COVID, like right as I'm getting laid off, my, my, the, my big boss was just like, basically told me like, I'm not valued and I'm not worth stuff like that. And I was like, I'm like, well, I have a master's degree, like, you know, so I'm like, well, I guess the only thing I could do is, you know, go back to school to, you know, try to just even prove more that I am capable of this. And so it was, it was kind of a whole thing of like making sure I can prove it to people that I am an expert and can, uh, can do this stuff. And then also because I'm like, it's the only way I feel like I could increase my income, you know, like I, 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 I was kind of like out of, I was a little lost and out of options at this point. And I was just like, I guess school is the only way to go. So. Yeah. You know, I, I hear you when you said like, maybe not degrading, but you, it, it doesn't make sense in your mind because you're like, I'm too educated to be this broke. Like this is not what I was told was supposed to happen <laughs> like, or, or that I picked up or something that I, that was supposed to happen. And I think that the narrative is like, you go to school, when you go to school, you're going to have a great job. And it's like, there's pieces of that that are missing <laughs> that we don't get <laughs> because a, a career, or sorry, a degree does not just equate to a specific income. And so it's, it's really a rude awakening when you are faced with like seeing that that is not the case because it's definitely not being reflected in your paycheck. And so, yeah, that's, it's, it's a really tough pill to swallow. And I'm with you. I was, I was right there with you. Cause I was like, I definitely am right above poverty level right now. And so, and I have a master's degree, like how did we get here? Um, um, so yeah, that's really tough to be able to navigate that space. And then there's also like for, I don't know for anybody else, but like, is there guilt or shame or embarrassment around, around that? Because it's like, you made this decision to invest in your education and it also isn't cheap for most people. So there's that part. And so there's just so many layers and then you become more and more isolated in that, in that space. So, um, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because school's not bad. I'm not saying that, no. but sometimes it's not necessary for you to get to where you want to be. And exactly. if you want to go back to school, you can go for whatever naturally like that you want to study, not with the scarcity or like, oh, I have to do this because this is the only way that I'm ever going to be able to level up. Absolutely. And one of my biggest things that like totally stopped me was my goal of like, I have a mountain of debt. And if I add to this mountain of debt, like 
I'm like, is it going to be the same cycle where it's, am I going to get a degree and, you know, like, I'm not going to make the money. And now I have twice the amount of money that I have to pay off. And it just like, it really was like it, but you know, at, at the same time, it was just like, I don't know what else to do. Like, and be thinking of like, I can't pay my debt now was like the only thing stopping me from going back to school. Like I made, I made, I planned it all out for the next three years, how to get into school, what to do. Like even all of it, I planned it all out. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, where's the money? Like, I, I still can't do anything because I don't have the money. And I'm just like, uh, I, I, I was stuck. And that's it kind of was kind of like that where it's like, something has to change, you know, and I am, I am still an expert, even if like, I don't use my degree and everything, but it, it just, I couldn't, I couldn't put that stuff on me even more because it's like, that's what I'm trying to work for is to get out of the habit I'm already in that caught me to this point, you know? And I was just like, nope, I can't like, I love school. I love learning and stuff, but I want to do it where it's fun, where it's not like a requirement. And so that's where it was just like, thank God for debt right now, because that's the only time I'm ever going to say that because it was my only thing that was like, nope, sorry, kid, you're, you're broke and you got a mountain of debt. Like you ain't going nowhere with that. Yeah, <laughs> so. this is not the time, but okay. So I love it. So then we had our first session. What were maybe some of the key takeaways from that first session um, that kind of guided your, the time between sessions? Cause we had, I think a month between yeah. session one and session two. So what were some of those key takeaways? So first one, uh, there's about three that I kind of wrote down in mine. Um, first one was going to be how to change my perspective is going to change my viewpoint on job hunting. And so I really have to, I really had to realize that like jobs hunting just sucks. Like no matter who you are, it sucks. And, and so I really had to get over that and realize that I'm not stuck. Like I am no matter what anybody says about me, like I have my potential. I know what I'm good at, you know, I, all of that stuff. And I really had to like, just shift that. And I also had to shift to myself that like, why not? Like, if you want a better position, go for it. Like, what are they going to do? Tell you no? Well, good for them. Out of a hundred no's, you might maybe get two, you know, but at least you tried and you're moving forward each time you're moving closer and closer. So that was one big moment where I was just like, oh, like I, I still have all my potential. Like nothing has changed. Nothing. COVID hasn't taken anything away from me. It's given me more, honestly. And I can do this. Like I am capable. I've always known I'm capable. And I, I don't want to settle anymore because there's things that I can do that I can make money on. I'm just like, I can do my sleep, but I don't want to be in my sleep for the rest of my life. I want to live, you know? And so that was one of the big ones. The next one was to help decrease that anxiety with job hunting. I really had to narrow down what I was looking for instead of just applying for left, right, middle, you know, like what was I looking for? What was my ultimate like ideal job ideally? And how did I want to see myself, you know? And, and so I, I kind of, um, as we were talking, I already had those ideas, but I never put them into like, I never wrote them down, which that's definitely key is writing this stuff down because oh, it's like a whole nother level. And, and so I did, I wrote like a job description with two different types of jobs on it, ideally. And then as I would job hunt, if the position, cause nobody can keep one name, like why can't we all have the same name for every job? Like it drives me bananas. And when I job hunting and that's another like anxiety, cause it's just like, I'm not finding anything. Well, you're not finding anything cause you have the wrong name. And it's just like, Oh, give up. But 
So I, I, I got in the habit of like, if I find a job that like with the job title and it's in a different title, I wrote it down. You know, like I'm as meticulous and intentional to be like, okay, this is the job I want, but here are the six different versions of the title that it is, you know? And so that was one of the, um, one of the things that I also worked on is, so it really doing, writing down my ideal position just narrowed my focus of like, this is what I need to be looking at, you know? And even in the aspect, I also would read the job description even thoroughly because it's like this, like this, like line right here says something. I don't want to do that. That's not the responsibility I want, you know? And so I made sure it was meticulous about that. So it really shift all of that. And then the last one was um, the ideal of, so my specialty is ideally older adults. And I didn't want to give that up. Like this has been my, what I've worked for my entire life for. And I absolutely love what I do. And I love working with older adults. And the thought of doing something different also created those anxiety of like, what, I, am I just giving up on everything? And then on top of it, I have this mountain of debt that I just paid for and everything like, oh my gosh. And so as we were talking about this, you know, you, you kind of, you notice that and we talked through it and you're like, you don't have to give up your passion. Like there's things you could do. You could still take a job, but you can do things outside that still really makes you an expert. And that was when you were, oh, we used to talk about doing like social media posts and like just kind of posting online and just saying, Hey, like, you know, just a little like statistic and everything, especially with COVID. I cut take advantage of what COVID has been doing with older adults. And I was like, what? Like I can do something else to kind of help increase, you know? And I was like, Oh, like I, I, it blew my mind. Like I, I couldn't, I was, I just couldn't believe it. I was like something so simple that's right in front of me that, you know, how many people spend time every day, like staring at, and I could use that to help still do what I want. I love and work towards making myself stand out, out, out of everybody. And, but still like be able to pay the bills with something, you know? So those were like the big three hitters for me for when, um, during the coaching sessions of like, oh, and they all like went together and I felt like they like were one, two and three, like they just like connected. And I was just like, oh, oh, like, and even, even afterwards, I was just like, I'm on fire. Like, let's do this. Like, I, I it just like, it, it felt amazing. Like I was encouraged. I felt encouraged. I felt motivated. I was like, I didn't feel stuck anymore. Like, I was like, what's, you know, like, and even, in, even if I did feel stuck, I was like, I'm going to walk in the darkness until I find that light. Like I can do this. Like, and it really, like, it just, it just took over. And I was like, I can do this. This is possible. Like I, I'm not truly stuck. Like it's all in my mind. And the, like, it just, like the fog just disappeared. So yeah, I love it that you mentioned, you know, you were meticulous and intentional. And so you're not going to get to a specific location without having a specific route to get there, if that makes sense, right? Like, we can't in our life be just like getting in the car and driving to somewhere and think we're going to get to, you know, the place that we want to be. And so, you know, you mentioned kind of being um, a detective and an investigator so that you can gather the information that was going to help you to get closer and closer to what you wanted to do. Because not only did you get a new job, triple your income, but it's also something you actually want to do because <laughs> you probably could, you know what I mean? Like you could probably find a job and triple your income doing something else that's not in your wheelhouse or that you're not passionate about or that is not sustainable for you. But 
you have hit the trifecta, right? Like you've gotten a position, it's paying you what you're worth and it's in a realm of things that you actually want to do, but it probably wouldn't have happened if you didn't, if your mind didn't open up to the idea that you can serve who you wanted to serve and how you would do that would just be like a step to the left, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so, so funny about this position. Um, so one of the, one of the things that I did after our session, I would, I, I write a daily to-do list just because being home, I'm like, you could get lost in Netflix very easily. And I tried to avoid Netflix as possible. And so I'd write a daily to-do list. And one of the things on my to-do list, I would always put big girl job hunt. Like, and so I would try to make sure that I spent at least an hour looking for those big girl jobs because I'm tired of, you know, I, I'm an adult, I'm classified as an adult, but I don't feel like that because I haven't been truly living up to that potential of myself as an adult. And so, and so I would, and so I applied, I found this job. I just applied to it. I did read through the thing and I actually thought it was for one of the job like descriptions that I had been taught, but that I thought was ideal for me. It fit everything I was talking about, you know, and I, I applied for it and they called me and they're like, it's a marketing position. I was like, did I apply for the right job? Like what? Like, and so I had to go back before I called him back and be like, what job did I apply for? I was like, I swear I've been intentional about applying for these jobs and come to find out I applied for this job and everything. And I had no idea it was a marketing position. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, why not? Like, what the heck? Like, I'm going to go for it. And so I did. And I, I'm, I was like, again, and, and the same, same thing too, is I was like, okay, this is different. Like we, I have to change my entire perspective of going into a job because again, previously, like obviously it didn't work. So I need to definitely make a change. And so um, I've also follow Ken Coleman and um, I love his stuff and his stuff has definitely been very helpful. So I spent like a good six to seven hours studying this company, preparing my answers, preparing for this interview. Like again, it's marketing. It was in a senior community. I've never done marketing in my life. I, I, I've done marketing my way where I don't classify it as marketing, but like never have ever done a job where it's marketing or anything else like that. And, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to change it. And so I did, I prepared, I studied and I get six or seven hours of preparing for this job. I knew the company better than anybody else. Like I, I knew what questions he was going to ask and everything else like that. Like I was prepared. And I felt more like so confident. It was just amazing. It was just kind of like taking a test. Like I had all the answers to the test and I was like, yes, all right, let's do this. And the day of the interview comes and the guy's talking to me and I'm like, wow, he's saying a lot of stuff that I really relate to that like I am very passionate about. And he keeps talking and talking and I'm like, oh, this is great. So an hour interview turned into like a two and a half hour interview. And I was like, and I will tell you everything I prepared, he did not ask me anything. So, but I still felt prepared and confident that it didn't matter, you know, and I was able to kind of like bring a little like, oh, that's this person or, you know, but it just, that, that confidence of going into that position was, was extremely great. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, again, I no experience for this thing. And then when I'm sitting in the interview, he goes, I know you have no experience for that, but that's why I picked you. He's like, you have experience with communities. Like, and so I've worked several uh, senior communities in the last probably 10 years. And he's like, that's what's going to make you different in this position than somebody who has marketing because we can teach you marketing and sales, but 
you know, to understand a community from its full heart is totally different. And, you know, and even connecting with older adults, like they're sometimes not the easiest people to connect with, but I, you know, like, and so it was just like, what a huge confidence boost for this guy to just be like, look, like you're not experienced for this, but you're experienced in a different realm. And that's what I like about you. And I was just like, what? Like amazing. Like I was just like, this is possible. Like I can get a big girl job. Like, Oh my gosh, you know? And so I definitely left that interview on a high and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is what it feels like to be a big girl. And then on top of it, I actually have to dress up. Like I've never had to dress up my entire life. Like I actually have a job that I have to dress up like in a suit and stuff. I'm like, this is definitely a big girl job, you know? And so I was just thinking like, thinking about this interview. I was like, I really want this job. But then at the same time, I was like, okay, you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. Like, don't do that. You know, like if it works out, it works out like great, but keep like stick with that, that feeling and move forward. So I kind of, I, I did, I still kept job hunting, like nothing ever came up or compared great to this job. I will, I won't lie, you know, and, but it just, what an experience just to, you know, move from declaring that I, I'm going to make a change to getting a position in a company like I would love to work for, but like in a department I've never worked for. And I was just like, this is possible. Like I can move myself up without going to school by using what I have right in front of me. And I, I was mind blown. So. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you mentioned, um, that one of the things that made you an attractive candidate was that you were different than everybody else. And that sometimes is all it takes is that you're able to stand, well, no, it is what it takes every time. You have to stand out, even if it's among people that have the same expertise or whatever the case may be. It's all about being able to stand out and sell your story to a person. And your ability to prepare the way that you did, even though you didn't get any questions asked about the stuff that you prepared about, was but it energetically got you to a place where you are able to show up as your most authentic self because you weren't as nervous about um you know what the, what questions they were going to ask or whatever like when you when you went into the place you probably had already seen pictures of what the building looks like and maybe you know what the the resident re- resident areas look like so you're like oh yeah i remember th- like that these little key things here and there and so you're really putting yourself in a frame of mind that helps you to be able to just show up as yourself. Yeah. And it, it really was because I felt like I set myself up for success because I feel sometimes I've done it myself personally, where you go to an interview and they're like, do you know anything about the company? And like, it, it's hard to be like, no. And then like, I feel like that just looks honestly bad, but you know, I, I did, it really set me up. And it was just like, I, I was so confident in my ability to know about the company that I didn't worry about knowing about the company. And I worried about just being myself and just being my true self because that is what they want to see. And so I didn't worry about putting on a show or anything because I already, like I said, I prepared everything. Like I prepared simple questions of like, what is my strength? Like, like, I don't want to be, I want to be able to like kind of roll it off, you know, like, and it's not trying to be like cocky or anything, but it's like, at least I know that I'm like, I'm thinking about this, you know, I'm thinking ahead. And I, I, I thought about this and explanations, like one of the, um, so strengths and weaknesses are usually one of the questions. And one of, a, one of my strengths that I put, I also put as a weakness. And I was like, 
it was opinionated. And I was like, I came up with a reason why I put it in both a strength and a weakness, you know? And it was just like, it was just the dialogue of the simple questions that are typical for interviews was just like the interview portion I was solid on, but the portion I really needed to focus on and that I did focus on was who I was and my experience and like the true me, because the true me is what sold them to get me to this position. And again, like I got the job because of me and my experience and my likability. And it was funny because, um, my second interview was with the person I'd be working with. And at the end of the interview, he goes, so I just played a bunch of tricks on you and you didn't fall for a single one of them. And I was just like, and he's, cause he was trying to like test like my eye of my eye contact ability and stuff yeah. like that. And I was just like, okay, like, first off, <laughs> I'm trying to be professional. You're like, so, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. And I was just like, I, I wasn't like, I was shocked, but at the same time, I was just like, you got a lot more to work to get me to like fall for something like that. You know, I'm like, and I, I, I kind of laughed because I was like, first off, I, I, I looked at my experience. Like when I was a child, I babysat, like you get annoying kids. Like you learn how to deal with them. You know, I've been working with older adults for 10 years and I ran a community or a little, a little day center with like 20 different, not 20, like eight different um, types of uh, populations. So it was like dementia, stroke, you know? So like, I'm used to being like all over the place, but I've also learned and the connection, connection was huge. And that's what he was looking for is like, I didn't want you to break your connection with me. And I was like, you're talking to me. Like, this is our connection. Like you're my main focus right now, you know? And so it was just so crazy to see these things. But because again, I knew the company, I had the confidence. I also had the confidence in myself. I focused on that and just really lit that fire of like, just be you and be your confident self because if they don't like who you truly are, then the job's not for you, so. Yeah, that's that's a whole word. If they don't like who you truly are, then the job is not for you. And it's okay for the job not to be for you because from an abundance mindset, there is a job that is for you and it's on its way already. And so knowing, like you said, you're like, oh man, I really want this job, but you know what? It's okay. If it's not this job, it's okay. And your ability to be uh, detached from the outcome, I think maybe is oftentimes one of the things that makes it so, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this job was already for you in the first place, but maybe it was a test, right? Like maybe, maybe the test is, okay, let's put her in this position and see like what happens if she can be able to sacrifice or let go of the idea of not having this. And you were able to do that. And then it, it happened to work out, you know? Absolutely. And I remember us talking about that in the second session, because you're, you brought up of me being um, outcome, not being outcome based. And that was one of the huge shift in this job process as well was because I want a job that's definitely an outcome. But the feeling I got from just this one interview is like, I want a job that makes me feel like this, even if it's not this job. And what a, it was just, it was an overwhelming and it, a, amazing feeling that I was like that's the job I want and it really like I felt like it burned away some more anxieties that were not related to there that are but aren't related to this and even in my personal life where it's like I'm not settling for something like this is how I want to feel and I was like holy cow like how many times have I settled on just you know a job and I was like all right I'm gonna work towards this and 
And that was really how I kind of like shifted my mindset. Like, just remember that feeling you got, keep remembering that feeling you got, because that's what I, I wanted the feeling, you know? And it, it wasn't like, I, I don't want to say it was like addicted, but it was just the feeling of like, this is what life will look like when you have this feeling. It's, it's, you're living, not surviving. And, you know, it, it just, it's life. It, it, I don't know. It, it's such a weird feeling that I was just like, I was overwhelmed and it motivated me. I don't know how, it, but it did. And I, that's what I kept working towards. That's what I'm working towards. Like if a job fulfills that, and you know, then that's what, what, where I'm supposed to be. So. Yeah. I've been talking a lot about motivation recently and, you know, as you're kind of talking about your experience, you said, and that motivated me, but the motivation I feel like oftentimes comes after the work that you put in, you know what I mean? Like you put in the work, you decided that this had to, like your life had to be different. You just didn't know like how that was going to happen. Right. And you're putting in the work to figure out what's going to help you to do that. And you're like, I need some support. Right. And so that's work. You put in the work to, to be open, to identify, I don't know where I'm supposed to get support for or whatever. It so happened that I became some of your support. And so you were doing a lot of things before you felt motivated and people think motivation comes first and then you're going to do things. And I think it's, you spent six or seven hours apply, or, um, preparing for the job interview, the job interview you left feeling motivated for you doing more <laughs> essentially, you know? Absolutely. And I think that's one of personally for myself is definitely cause I'm always waiting for the motivation to hit where it's like, all right, where's the motivation? Let, let me just start. I'm waiting for that motivation and it never comes. And it's, it's just like, just do it. You know, it, go back to the old Nike thing, just do it because again, why not? And as you continuously do it, you know, I was on a roll with job hunting. Like as I kept doing it and doing it, it was great. And then this job, I, I still kept applying. And then at one point where they were like, I'm going to call you for your third interview. I lost it. I won't lie. I literally got disgraced and actually regressed. And I, I stopped job hunting. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is terrible. Like I was supposed to, like, I was a shoe in for this job. Like I knew it. And no, nothing. It like a week and a half goes by and I haven't heard anything. I even emailed to check and they're like, we're, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. And I'm just like, I'm going to have to keep waiting. Like, I was like, I, I got a little impatient. I won't lie. And, and so I finally just like, it, it took a toll on me. And finally the day, literally it was this past Monday. I was like, I can't keep waiting and I can't just give up because I thought I was a shoe in, you know? And so I spent, I got back on my routine and I spent my time looking for a job. And after I did, they called me and were like, good news, you know, I, I, here's your job. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do, but it felt good to get back to doing what's doing that instead of like, just because it, it'll happen when it happens. And if it doesn't happen, at least I was still moving forward and and I felt terrible moving backwards, but I, that's for me was part of the process because you have to work through the good and the bad. Like I felt, I knew what that feeling felt and I reminded myself of what that feeling felt. And, but it never, couldn't kick me out of that little like emotional state. And, and it, it, it was still there. It was on the forefront of my brain, but it, I wouldn't do anything about it. And so finally I like had to go through the process and be like, all right, I'm done. Like you got a week we're moving forward, you know? And so 
it, it just the process it's it's going to have its ups it's going to have its downs and just keep going through the process is what definitely makes a huge thing and i i won't lie i got lucky on this job i but i did put the work in and i know i put the work in and that's what made the difference for me was that work and i will tell you this is the first time i've ever spent my entire life spending that much time preparing for an interview and it it made a difference because here i am <laughs> yeah you know we're talking a lot about feelings and you mentioned you left the first session feeling like okay i can do this you know you left the first job interview feeling like whoa like I'm, I know I'm closer. You knew you were closer, even if you didn't necessarily have the job yet. Right. And I think what trips people up is that they feel like that feeling, whatever anyone wants to call it comes at the end, whatever the end means, but you've had glimpses, right. Of the feeling before the end, which is getting the job, starting the job, all of that fun stuff. Right. And so what I think is really important is to be able to, to note that you don't have to wait for success, whatever that means in order to start feeling good now. Yeah. You're unemployed, you know, a week ago, <laughs> you're unemployed two weeks ago and you're still feeling good at times about yourself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that, and I, like I said, I did regrets. Like it, it happens. It, it just is part of the process. And because the waiting is probably the worst, but at the same time, that's the one time you need to keep moving forward. And, but yeah, it was just keep moving. And the motivation of just like, this is what I want. Like I was, I have been extremely blessed through this COVID situation to be able to have unemployment where I could be like, look, I'm refusing to settle for just a mediocre job. You know, I want bigger and better. You know, I, I, like I said, I call it the big girl job. And I, I was, I mean, I was going to work for that because I also told you in our last session too, I was like, so I kind of did something funny and it was, it was from another show. I can't remember exactly where I heard it, where it was like, you need to write down your goals. And one of my goals is to pay off my debt, but I've never written a plan down for it because I don't know, I was, it's always there. Like I know what I need to do, but I've never like broke it down. And so finally it was before I even started coaching, I wrote my goal, my, my plan. And one of my plan was I'm going to pay off my credit cards in December. And I told you this and I was like, I also don't know how it's going to happen because at the time I was still unemployed and I'm like, I don't know how it's, it's going to happen, but it's, but I, even in the midst of this, this time, I refused to change my goal that I knew that December was, is here sooner than later, but I refused to change that goal to where, you know, oh, maybe I should push it back. I was like, no, I'm going to keep my focus on this goal until December. And I'm going to get, if I pay them off, pay them off. If I don't, I will address it on December 31st. And that also was like that work of having to put it in towards that is also added into the process of job hunting because it's like this is your goal like it's coming up it's like a deadline and it, it just kind of added to the the fire you know and added a little to the motivation as well like and that's i think also helped kick me out of the little like emotional state of like waiting for this job because it's like this is what you want. Like you cannot stop working for it. Like you can 
take a couple days and everything. But if you're going to take a month off not to job hunt, then it's on you. And that's your fault why you didn't get the goal done. But it's like, keep working at it. And remembering that I wrote my plan, I was like, holy crap, like, I got some work to do, like, you know, and that I think also was in my forefront of just like, I want my, I want a good career, but I also want to pay my debt off. And how am I going to do that with a good career? So get your butt into gear, get job hunting and get back to what was, what you were doing to get to that feeling that you had from that interview. So it was just like, it was a huge cycle of everything. All the things, all the things. Well, congratulations and kudos to you because again, you're the one that put all of the work in. Um, and so I, it's just a pleasure that I get to, to be a witness to watch the story unfold. And so I'm wondering, do you think you're going to hit your December goal now? Yes. What? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. Um, but it also goes back to the work I put in prior to all of this because yes. right when I got laid off, I was like, I, I don't know if I'm getting unemployment. Like I had no idea. And at the time, um, our unemployment in Arizona is kind of not the greatest. I will tell you that. And so I'm like, I don't know how to live off of this and I'm really going to have to make some sacrifices and changes. And so I'm like, I have to get myself on a budget and I've been on a budget since May I am nowhere near perfect on budgeting. Like I am still learning. Like it is, it is a process in itself, but I stuck with it. And I will say that one of the things, like I read Dave Ramsey stuff, I watch that stuff, but like what he says I take, but I also try to make it to where it fits my groove. So, you know, like it just, I, I try to make it work for me so that I can understand and help budget myself in the next month and continue working. But because I budgeted from since May, with this new job, like, yeah, I, I increased my income, but now I can budget and really push and control that money even more. And I'm not just like spending it everywhere. And I will tell you, like, I had to go buy new clothes because I haven't worn pretty much anything fancy since never, honestly, you know, but I saved all my money. So I got also in the habit of saving money, which I was like, whoa this is what it feels like to have money in the bank like oh my god like i want this like keep going you know and so i was able to buy clothes that i had saved money for i didn't have to spend any credit cards haven't used a credit card in probably about a year or two and um with that as well like again the income is just gone to you know i can put my money away and i can put it towards this to um to the credit cards and just get those off and i'm hoping which I'm, I partly will, I should be able to, with some of the savings that I've saved from just the, during unemployment, I can pay at least one credit card half off, but with my first paycheck, I can fully pull it off. So that's one right away. And I was just like, wow, that's awesome. You know, and keep going forward and just like keep rolling that snowball in it. And I finally like truly understand the snowball effect. Like I, I've heard it, I've seen it, I've heard it, but like thinking about it, I'm like, okay, if I pay one credit card off, it starts to roll and it just rolls faster and faster and faster. And I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, and so yes, I will definitely be, I'm, I'm full force of like, it is gonna happen. Like, I, and I won't lie, I think I have maybe $25,000. So I have $25,000 pay off in like three months. And I'm like, this stuff is going to happen. Like it is going to happen. Like whatever it takes, it is going to happen, you know? And 
I am so grateful. And I, I, like I said, I have some savings that I, I have my emergency fund. So I'm not even talking about my emergency fund. I have a separate savings account with money in it. And I'm like, this is amazing. But I also have that security of that emergency fund where I'm like, I can do this. Like I will take everything out of my saving. That's not my emergency fund and put it straight to that credit card. Like it will, it will happen. Woo. Wow. I'm telling you when I, I mean, you know, it's wild because it's not like I didn't, um, know people that were rock stars like in their personal growth and personal finance a lot of my friends are but i feel like this year you know i've had the opportunity to talk to more and more young people just finding their groove getting in the sweet spot between their purpose and their passion and just really taking things to another level in their lives and i just i get the benefit of being able to to hear about how awesome i'm like dang like what am i saving what am i doing <laughs> um and so i'm so excited the last thing i kind of want to ask is like how do you feel now like you came in I, some of the words i have down are like overwhelmed like you're, you're dealing with some worry or anxiety and so how are you feeling now that you're about to embark on this next this next phase of things Honestly, I am absolutely excited um, thinking about it. I still, I think the best way is I feel like instead of having a flashlight walking in the darkness, I have a huge ginormous like backpack of lights like going into the darkness, you know, and I'm so excited. I know there's still some things that are unknown, but really truly like this is only the beginning, like more is to come. And I can even feel just from this experience alone um, with getting the job, it's spreading. My entire life has changed. Um, and, you know, I, there's aspects of my life. I'm like, I didn't realize that this was part of the process or it, it you know, like I, I'm, I'm a lead at my church and I market, I'm a doing a marketing position there. I'm like, what, you know? And I was like, like, so think it just, everything is changing. But the one thing that I'm so excited about is um, the fact that I'm not stopping to grow and I'm keeping moving forward. And, and again, it is only the beginning. And that honestly, hearing that statement, I'm just like, Ooh, what's to come? Like the unknown is no longer scary. Like the unknown, it's exciting. Like it's, I'm like, embrace the unknown. Like I'm like so excited. Cause I'm like, if I pay off my credit cards, I can pay my car off, pay my car off. Maybe I can pay half of my, like, I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is like, what's it going to feel like when I have no debt? Like, Oh my gosh. It's going to be wild. And then you're going to be piling up that snowball that turns into paying everything off turns into the money that you see in your account just going up. And so there's so many levels to things that you should be excited about because there's a lot to look forward to. And I appreciate you so, 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 so much for being willing to share your story so that other people can get these gems and work a plan that is specific to them to getting to where they want to be. And that's why I'm just really passionate about, you know, as many people as possible, you know, sharing, learning, growing together so that we're all kind of moving forward collectively. So again, I really do appreciate you. Thank you for letting me join your journey, you know, and, and get to watch, watch it happen. Cause I'm like, what? This is <laughs> crazy i mean it makes complete sense but it you know as things happen it's just you know con continued confirmation that everything is working as it should and the more that you seek and stay in alignment with your your 
birthright, right? Like you come from an abundant source. You, this is, you know, um, your birthright to be in this feeling that you have now of excitement. And so when we return to that, we can stay there as much as we want to. We don't have to leave. Now our humans get a little confused sometimes. So they be they struggling, but that's why, that's why our spirits got put in our humans so that we could do this simulation. But at any time we can return back to our source. And it sounds like more and more you are able to really just help yourself remember the truth. Essentially, the truth is you are enough. You are amazing. You are qualified right now. And it's showing up now in your experiences because that's now what's going on internally. So kudos to you again. I appreciate you. I love you as a human being. Wow. And that was in two sessions, y'all. That was two coaching sessions. Like, and that means that's a testament to your work. Like you're a rock star. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. And honestly, if you weren't doing what you're doing, just sharing your story, I probably wouldn't have declared and moved as much as I have because I've been on Dave Ramsey for like maybe four years. And today, like this year has been the year I'm like, oh, hell no. Like this shit ain't happening anymore. Like we are gonna, today is the day I make a difference. And so But to like, I don't know why, like I said, your story impacted me that I was like, holy cow. And honestly, I think my first reaction was, is if she can do it, I can do it. You know, so I'm so grateful to be able to share my experience because I hope someone feels that way about hearing it from me because it it is possible. Like we all struggle in a different way, but like it is possible to get where you want. And I, I've been waiting for years for this. So it is, it literally like, because I put the work and I finally declared like, Hey, it is time, like no more waiting. And, but yeah, so I'm very grateful for everything that you do for sharing all your experiences and just keeping up with like, just sharing like the, the classes and seminars, like so grateful for all that because it does make a difference. You know, even if it just changes one little aspect it's one aspect that's changed. And so I do appreciate that. Yeah. You know what? Now everyone's new goal is going to be to triple their income because of you. They were like, if she can do it, then I can do it, you know? <laughs> so that's going to be everybody's goal for the next year is how to triple their income. But again, I appreciate you. I'm so grateful to know you and to see how your story continues to evolve. Thank you. I Again, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I will definitely be keeping you updated because, again, it is only the beginning. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.